0: This is NBA Mate, UK show about NBA basketball where we discuss anything and everything to do with the most exciting sports league in the world. I'm your host Dennis and today's episode will be about LeBron James. LeBron James, in my opinion the 3rd greatest basketball player of all time and the best player that I have watched live, is entering his 20th year in the league and I don't think the NBA community appreciates enough what a significant milestone this is. There has only been 8 players in the whole history of the NBA that played for 20 seasons. And LeBron James just signed a two-year extension, so bar any serious injuries, it's safe to say that he will become the sixth player ever to play 21 seasons, and then we all know about his aspiration to play with his sons, and we all know how much care LeBron James takes of his body, so he could reach 22 seasons, which is the record, or even pass Vince Carter and become the player with the most seasons ever. However, as much as this is impressive on its own, what's more impressive and mind-boggling is LeBron's status coming into this year. There's been few lists and rankings That are ranking the top NBA players coming into the season, which were published lately, and the king is generally somewhere between 5 and 10. And while for LeBron that might even be low considering his greatness, I wanted to put the context in place to how special it is that James is even in the top 10 at this stage of his career, because we literally have never seen anything like that before. So in today's episode, I will bring you some information on every 20th season that we've seen in the NBA and how those players perform in those years. Without further ado, let's start with the first player to ever record a 20th season in the NBA, the second greatest player of all time in my opinion, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The leader in total points scored, as strange as it may sound was a role player on that team. He was 42 at the time, and while he did start in 74 games, he only registered 22 minutes per game, which was the 7th most on the team. Jabbar put up 10 points and 4.5 rebounds per game, he still had a block per game in limited minutes, so that shows that he was still a net positive but far off from being the leader or a heavy-lifter on the Lakers. He only scored more than 20 points twice in the regular season and then twice more in the playoffs, one of them being in the final, by the way. We should should be acknowledged, KAG was still able to step up at the biggest stage, even though the Lakers got swept in that year's finals against the Detroit Pistons. Coming into the season, no one expected Kareem to be leading that team, so a comparison to LBJ would be nonsensical in the context of their 20th seasons. Next player who played the 20th season in the NBA was Robert Parrish. Parrish was the first player to record 21 seasons in the NBA as well, and is most popular as part of those legendary Boston Celtics teams from the 80s. He won three rings and was a key contributor. For 14 years with the Celtics, he put up 16 points, 10 rebounds and a block or two per game. He still leads the organization in blocks made. However, by the time he was entering his 20th year in the league, he was a shell of his previous self, playing on a mediocre Charlotte Hornets team as a backup to Alonso Mourning. He still played 74 times and started in 34 of those games, but only scored more than 10-11 times, averaging around 15 minutes and 4 points per game. I don't want to sound like what Paris did is not impressive. Any player that makes it to 20 and 21 seasons in the NBA deserves a lot of respect, but it's safe to say that Lebron will have a better ear than him. Next one is probably the least popular among the players who made it to 20 years, and that's Kevin Willis, a player with the amazing nickname Dick Moody. Kevin Willis was a 7-foot center who made the ONBA nba third team in 1991-1992, after putting up 18 points and 15 rebounds for the Atlanta Hawks. Entering his 20th season in the league, he was 42 and was really far off from his best days. He only featured in 29 games, putting up 3 points per game on 38% shooting. He retired after that year, but came back for 5 games a season later, where at 44, he played 5 times for the Dallas Mavericks, making him the second oldest player to play in an NBA game ever. So he has his place in the history books of the league. But again, a comparison with LeBron James entering his 20th year wouldn't make any sense. While the last few players obviously didn't come close to LeBron's expected performance in year 20, they were also all over 40 years old at that point. So the next one is probably a more relevant comparison because this player entered the league straight from college just like the king. I'm talking about Kevin Garnett. KG is a 15 time all-star. A champion and was widely recognized as one of the best players in the NBA in the 2000s. However, in year 20, it has already been 8 years since he last averaged more than 20 points per game and he was more of a veteran presence rather than an on-c- on-court contributor. Garnett started year 20 in Brooklyn and was traded to Minnesota Timberwolves to mentor the up-and-coming young guns of that team in Andrew Wiggins and Zach Levine and Carl Anthony Towns, who got drafted that same year in 2015. He only played more than 30 minutes 3 times and put a mere 7 points per game in 20 minutes on the floor. Year 20 is definitely not what we will remember Kevin Garnett about. And on to Kobe Bryant. Kobe entered his 20th season in the in the 2015-2016 campaign, and he was on a really bad Lakers team, a team that has been bad for a while, that had up-and-coming young players like D'Angelo Rosso, but was far off from having any chance at contending, even for the playoffs. We all know that season as the Kobe brand farewell tour, as he announced his retirement in late November after a lackluster start of the campaign. While he was still putting up around 30 minutes per game and team-high shots per game, Kobe was not a net positive for his team, his athleticism was gone, and as he said, his mind was able to take it but his body was saying that he needed to retire. He was still putting up numbers, he, he averaged around 18 points per game, but on tragic shooting, But once he announced his retirement, every game he played was much more about the NBA community paying its respects to him rather than looking at his actual game. And of course, the Black Mamba was able to retire with the greatest last games to date, scoring 50 against the Utah Jazz and willing his team to a win under the applause from Staples Center. I feel sentimental talking about this last campaign of Kobe, but just in the context of today's episode, it's safe to say that Bryant wasn't nowhere near close to the top 10 best players in the NBA. So doesn't qualify for an LBJ comparison neither. Next after Kobe to record 20 seasons in the league was Dirk Nowitzki, and boy what a 20th year Dirk had in the league. Age 39, he put up 25 minutes per game and respectable 12 points per game on 45, 40 and 90% shooting splits. He was playing on a bad team that didn't even win 30 games, but that proved to be a blessing as they were able to get Luka Doncic in the 2018 NBA draft. Dirk played another year to reach 21 seasons, and is to date the greatest European player ever to lace them up in the NBA, but even he was so far off from being a top 10 player coming into year 20. And the last two players to ever play a game in their 20th season in the NBA are Jamal Crawford and Vince Carter. Jamal Crawford literally played only one game, as he joined the Brooklyn Nets in the bubble in 2020, scoring 5 points and dishing 3 assists in 5 minutes for a win over the Milwaukee Bucks. That was also his last game in the NBA. As he announced his retirement earlier this year, and to be fair, he was able to play in year 20 only because four Nets players opted out of going into the bubble, so he was signed as a replacement. Vince Carter was a bit different. In his 20th year in the league, he gave the Sacramento Kings 18 minutes per game and around 5 points per game, but again, nothing was expected from him in terms of serious contribution, and the Kings were a bad team, so Carter's veteran presence was his real value on that squad. So, out of 8 players who played in year 20, the highest points per game average are from Kobe Bryant at 18 points per game on really bad shooting, and the best tier I'd say is from Karim Abdul-Jabbar, as he was still a starter and the 7th man on that team that made it to the finals. However, I feel even more confident now to say that LeBron James who undeniably, bar injuries, have the greatest 20th tier in the league, by far. No player was even close to being top 10 in season 20. No one was expecting from KG, Dirk Nowitzki, Kobe Bryant or Robert Parrish, To lead their team to the playoffs or the finals. This just proves that when it comes to longevity, the King is in a category of its own and we as NBA fans should appreciate him while he's still playing at this amazing level. At the end of today's episode, I wanted to address why I haven't been following the schedule that I announced for my podcast. I was supposed to be posting an episode every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, and then a long-form episode every two weeks on Sunday. But the reality is that with a full-time job, I can't stick to this rhythm of releasing episodes. This week was Last week was quite busy for me and I just didn't have the time or energy to follow it. And while I will not scrap it for now, I will try to get back on track. I just wanted to apologize if you were expecting an episode, but it didn't come out on time. The other problem apart from my own schedule is that currently nothing is happening in the NBA. Yes, the Doka story is massive, and Ben Simmons coming on the JJ Reddick podcast is interesting to follow, but what I don't want NBA Made to be is a tabloid which discusses players personal lives and stories. This contradicts the Anthony Edwards episode I released, but that was just a topic I was passionate about, and I'm not passionate discussing whether Ben Simmons justifiably wanted to leave the Sixers or not. I can't wait for the season to start, because this is when the real fun starts. So until then, if I'm releasing less episodes than I should be, at least now you know the reason. In the meantime, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it, and thanks for spending time to listen to me talking about basketball, and to take any of you for granted. Have a great day, and until next time.